Ladies and gentlemen, welcome back to Rewind Wrestling Radio right here on the Rewind Wrestling Network where I, your host, Ted, along with my co-hosts, the New Mouth of the South, Mr. Tyler Peters, the Temptress Witch, Miss Ivy, the Senior Official Ref, Amy Veronica, OG Will Denardo, and the Executive, Mr. Nelio Cuomo Costa. Talk everything pro wrestling. It's the indies, the pros, everywhere you go. Let's jump right into Rewind Wrestling Radio. Ladies and gentlemen, welcome back to the Rewind Wrestling Radio Show right here on the Rewind Wrestling Network. I'm your host, Ted, and I'm here with a whole cast of characters. Uh, tonight, we, we have Kevin Key. He is back with us this week, and uh, we've got Cousin Mike. He is here. We've got OG Will. We've got Ref Amy. Ref Vic is here uh, representing Ladies Night and the Ladies Night uh, crowd. If you haven't gone and checked out the Ladies Night episode, go do it. It was stupendous. Thank you so much for uh, for running those shows for us there, Amy. Um, you know, guys, it's it's been a it's been a, a crazy kind of week in wrestling. There's so much that we could talk about, but but we're gonna focus. We're gonna focus on things, right? We got we got we got stuff we gotta talk about here because we're backlogs now, right? Amy, uh, Amy won some pay-per-view prediction before Royal Rumble. I forget what it was. It was one of those generic. The so one where we had like three rounds. Yeah, of, yeah. Because we kept then, like, tying. It must. Was it it must Survivor, Survivor Series, series. and then we yeah. didn't do we didn't do the December pay per view because we were still trying to figure out who won Survivor Series. Well, they did, the three of they us moved, tied. They moved the they moved the December pay per view to day one. That's what it was. Oh, uh, that yeah, uh, yeah, yeah. Yeah, yeah. Agreed, agreed. But we were still trying to figure things out because there was the three way tie, and then it was a tie between you two, and then you played that awful video. Oh, game that's and- right, because <laughs> the uh, our first our first tiebreaker was the uh, the AEW pay per view, and yes. you guys tied after that one too. Yes. Yeah, I, I got. I lost in that one. No, yeah. you won. Oh, and guys, then we had the. No, that the we tied Ted, and then yeah, you uh, guys tied. We did it the Giants a, versus the oh, the uh, Giants versus Eagles, Eagles, and we yeah. we shat the bed in that game. Yes, we did. Yes, we did. <laughs> what is wrong with you? Two? How could listen, you play that? It was um, it was awful. Key, or, key. The, or did the Eagles blow it? I don't know. The Eagles blew it. The Eagles blew it big it time. It was the game in in. Met, in uh, Metalands. In MetLife. Oh, the, the yeah, good job. Go Birds. Yeah, Go Birds. Yeah. <laughs> go Birds. <laughs> uh, so we are here tonight to do Amy's uh, pick for a, for a review. And uh, Amy, what, tell us what you picked. So as Ted has reminded me a bunch of times, I am a baby. So I missed most of the height of ECW. My... Um, most of my experience with ECW beyond watching the, uh, the old the stuff. Yeah. Um, was the, Amy watches a lot of the cock, by the way. I do a <laughs> lot of it. <laughs> um, no, uh, most of my experience with ECW was like the rebranding, which we all know everyone's feelings on that. Um, but so this pay-per-view, which I've chosen one night stand 2005 was really the first taste of ECW that I got. Cause like, I also missed the entire invasion an- angle. So at 13 years old, this is what like, I was like, Holy shit, this is awesome. I want more of this. And then I went back and watched everything that I could possibly get ECW wise. So yeah, ECW one night stand 2005. Excellent. Excellent. And I think um, speaking as a, as a Philadelphian, as someone that was, able to get ecw more regularly you know uh those of us from the philly area we had more access to ecw um on the regular just by turning on channel 48 on the old you know on the old tube tvs 
um, we could, we could watch ECW at two in the morning on a Saturday, <laughs> on a Saturday night. And, um, and we could manage to make it work with every girl's gone wild commercial available. Um, you know, it was that, that's exactly what ECW was. And, and cousins over there rubbing his head going, Oh God, I remember all of this. <laughs> yeah, like, they always played. I can't remember what the hell the name of the damn Guns N' Roses song Metallica. was. It was a Metallica them. song. Or Metallica, but it was like yep. they needed like ten minutes of filler time, so they would yep. do this long Metallica song, and oh, then like it would just be like clips of like pay per views that were like from like ten years ago, and yep. it was on like every show. It was on the same package on every show. It was fantastic. <laughs> it was Paul Heyman's way of not having to pay someone for an extra match. <laughs> but uh but those of us in philadelphia you know we we after the invasion angle problem you know i think i speak for most of us when we all said ah, i don't think we'll ever see what we loved about ecw again um and then we got one night stand and we were like oh shit this is this is awesome oh i can't say that anymore ron roku uh, <laughs> um, i already just said it so <laughs> and ted that roku money it's paying off big time it is <laughs> I do, because I, like I told you before the podcast started, I have big news tonight. Oh, man. Here we go. Key, Key's got Roku big news. Money. Roku money is coming in hot. I just, I just signed the contract. Yeah. I am the new owner of CCW. That, that's right now, you know. Watch yourself. I now own Coastal Championship. <laughs> Shane's not here. Shane's not here. If you're gonna do it, you gotta have the squeaky voice at the same time. You gotta look cooked <laughs> up. So, listener Chuck, listener Chuck messaged me on Facebook, right? And he was like, "Dude, tell me Tony Khan's not all coked up right now <laughs> doing this announcement." He's, I was like, "Dude, I'm not. I'm not watching right now. My wife's on. The, my wife's watching the TV right now. Like, I'm just kind of catching up on work." He's like, "Go back and watch it and tell me he's not coked up." And I went back and watched it, and I saw his eyes like darting a million directions. I'm like, "Holy shit." <laughs> He's actually coked up. I think that's just him. Yeah, it is. Know, from right? what I heard, that's him. From that what weird. I heard, he's, he's just super a weird awkward. dude. Yeah, I'm gonna expose him for being like a giant nerd. Really oh, he's did. definitely a giant nerd. He's definitely yeah. a giant nerd. He's a wrestling encyclopedia, is what he is. Yeah, for real, for like, real. It's like but, if um, Screech was a wrestling promoter. <laughs> Pretty much, yes. Rest in peace, guys. Right down. Yeah, rest in peace, Screech. Uh, you know. Uh, all right. Well, yeah, I'll tell you what, guys. Around. Let's say by the bell reboot on the cock. <laughs> I hate it here. I hate it here so much. Let's dive into this. Let's dive into uh, Thank to you, one Roku. night stand. And uh, and apparently <laughs> Kevin is now our new boss, Amy. So um, that's right, Amy. You're fired. I, I think. I, I think. I think. I think we're gonna have to book Venetius <laughs> versus Key in Philadelphia for ownership of CCW. Uh, we'll we'll do a. We'll do a, a CCW shirt on a pole match, and uh, and we'll make it happen. You know, I'm in, but it has to be, since I'm the new owner, it has to be a Tyler Ticker shirt. Fair. I will I'm fine only with that. do it for a Tyler Ticker shirt. That's fine. We'll put that's Tyler fine. on the pole. That's right. Oh, you know, that's fine. That's fine too. We'll, we'll we'll Judy Bagwell it. We'll Judy Bagwell I'm it. Log out. His parents will never let him out of the house. My head already didn't hurt. even wear a harness when he was on the pole. How do you expect us to let him come back up there again? 
All right, T on the game. Let's let's dive. Let's for real. We got to dive into this pay per view. We're gonna lose every listener yeah, no. tuned in to, to to listen to this show. I was excited uh, for this one night stand. I think you and every, you and every other dude. We, all? we were all excited for this one night stand with Amy. Just saying, just saying. You know. <laughs> all right. So no, here's. By the-, by the way, did they really change? Like Extreme Rules became one night stand. Is, is that the how, other like, way around. Rules was the same. other way around. One night stand became extreme rules. Yes. Yeah. Well. Yeah. They, like. Yes. That's, uh, after watching uh, one night stand 05, that's ridiculous. Yeah. The, the the amount of extreme rules matches I've seen in recent history. Yeah. Um, Word. <laughs> Paul, Paul Heyman is rolling over in his <laughs> right now. It's unbelievable. Oh uh, yes, because Paul Heyman is because so, so, yeah, he's so not dead. supposed to be there. <laughs> He's like, wait, did I take all the drugs? Why am I in here? You know, you just um, have to make sure that uh, Paul Heyman's actually alive, not dead. We should go have Ivy check on that. Yep, Ivy. Yep. Oh, oh wait, I- no, Ivy. She's on vacation. Oh, sorry, Ivy's not here. No, no. He. Well, you know, we'll just declare him dead, and then um, Ivy can go figure it out again. So anyway, right. match one. Here, here's the card. Here's the card. Lance Storm versus Chris Jericho in the opener. Eee. Super crazy uh, against Little Guido and Tajiri in a three-way dance. Rey Mysterio versus Psychosis. Sabu versus Rhino. Benoit versus Guerrero. Mike Awesome versus Masato Tanaka. You're not allowed and- to say the name Benoit. Sorry, we're on the road for now. All right. You know, I guess, I guess you're right. <laughs> Beep. Radio edit. Um, the Dudley Boys versus Tommy Dreamer and the Sandman. Um, and Mike brought up this point. Um, I'm looking at the wiki right now, and, and Mike brought this point up uh, before we went on air. But Chris Candido was originally booked for this show, but uh, he passed away uh, just a couple of months before it went up. So uh, that kind of sucks because Candido was a, a great worker and a big part of EC Dub. Um, well, that's why when you when you first turn the uh, um, the pay per view on. The crowd is literally chanting Candido. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Now, listening to the card, like, they all sound like great matches, but the one that kind of sticks, like, sticks out like a sore thumb to me just hearing it, because I'll admit, I never watched this pay-per-view, but, like, I feel like I kind of wish they just did Super Crazy versus Tadiria as, like, a solo. After all their, like, legendary matches. The way the match is structured, it pretty much was that. Yeah, like okay. little Guido yeah. was not really in the match, and he was the FBI was kind of just there to be, yeah. just so yeah. they could say that FBI was there. Yeah, and they were they were the bump machine. They Guido took all the big bumps, and then and then you know, and then he was eliminated in the three way right. dance, and then it was just super crazy. Right, because ECW oh, yeah. rules, ECW rules, three way dance is, is elimination style. Yeah. Um, gotcha. I love looking through the uh, um, the wiki for the. Uh, for the pay-per-view there's only one actual extreme rules match but like literally every match in ecw is extreme rules yeah yes. like they all devolved the- yeah i mean i love i love that in ecw there were still referees like there really should have just been someone there to count to three or the crowd could have counted to three and then they wouldn't have to have paid the referees like why was the referee there telling them to get back well, in the ring what the, the hell is- did it matter <laughs> It's easy. Yeah, the thing is, Dan Evans. Take, uh, you go ahead, take Mike. Biceps back on, you know. <laughs> yeah. 
Well, like, uh, so Dan, um, the, our one of the owners of CCW. Sorry, Kevin. Um, he <laughs> he uh, he makes his watch uh, as referees the ECW matches because the ones that actually do follow like straight rules, they're really thorough. Like they're mm-hmm. yelling at them constantly. Like they'll flat out stop guys in a not spot, like to be like open the hand and everything like that. So the rest of, or referees in ECW were actually really really good and did follow the rules a lot. It's just once it started to become known as that extreme style, it kind of devolved into that. Yep. Ted, as the new owner of CCW, I'm going to make sure that all the referees watch ECW referees and make sure they follow all the rules of ECW referees. Uh, sounds good. Revolutionary. Sounds good. Thanks. Sounds good. Um, I, think, I think the match that really took the cake for me on this particular card was the opener. Um, Lance Storm and Chris Jericho, uh, they have a storied history. Um, they kind of started their careers together. And, um, and you know, Lance Storm has never officially said, like, I'm done, done. I think he's waiting for an opportunity to wrestle Chris Jericho one more time to say, I'm done, done, you know? Um, and I think he wants that. I think he wants that moment with Chris because, you know, um, Chris was Lance's first match. And so yeah. I think, I think, I think Lance wants Chris to be his last match too. Um, so I wouldn't be surprised, even though um, Lance Storm has been picked up by Impact, to see him show up at AEW at some point um, to do a you know to do a send off, uh, which I kind of hope happens, and I kind of hope we get that rematch um, because these two are so fluid in the ring, and watching these mm-hmm. two work together, it's such a fun match. It's so they tell a story, they they push the boundaries, and um, there's lots of fun there. And it's great in this case that Lance Storm went over, right? I mean, think about the fact that, you know, 2005, this is the peak of Chris Jericho and his initial run in WWE, right? Right before he, or this might be his second run in WWE, but this is peak Jericho, right? And Lance Storm went over. That's saying something. I mean, Jericho was also attacked by just incredible in the match, but The impact players reunited. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, I was going to say, like, you should watch some of their Smoky Mountain wrestling messages. Yeah. Yeah. I heard that wrestler is just incredible. Just incredible. Mm -hmm. Rewind alumni. That's right. Aldo Montoya. How many times have I made you spit out your drink tonight? It's it's. That was the first time. I just laughed the other times. I just (laughs) happened to be taking a drink at that time. (laughs) As soon as I see Amy pull up a drink to say something. That's perfect. (laughs) That's perfectly allowed. Perfectly allowed. Um, So let's, let's go through Mike and I kind of gave what, uh, what the match was that stood out to us the most here. Let's, let's go through the rest of the panel here. Key, what match sticks out to you here? So the the, uh, name that must not be named, uh, obviously. Mm -hmm. Uh, just having, just seeing or hearing that music again and watching him wrestle again um, against another name, another guy like Eddie Guerrero, just mm-hmm. that match alone, just seeing those guys in the ring doing, doing their best work. It just unbelievable seeing those guys work together, especially since uh, you know, Guerrero's death play. Like now, now that you know everything about Ben, the name that must not be said, CB. <laughs> Now that you know about CB and the history and how much love he had for Guerrero, going back and watching that match is uh, is pretty special. 
Mm -hmm. uh, it also shows you once again, oh my gosh, he did a headbutt every single match. No wonder why his head was so messed up. Mm -hmm. um, definitely cool, but uh, the main event, seeing the Dudleys uh, versus Dreamer uh, and Sandman. Sandman and Tommy Dreamer. Yeah. Love that match. Love the blood all over the place. Yeah. Perfect tag team wrestling match. So many yeah. tag in and tag outs. The the table being lit on fire is always fun. Having Spike Dudley come out looking like Tony Spike. Khan, it was perfect. <laughs> um I so so you were you were going through he who must be not not you know, he who must not be named. Yeah, I think that uh I think that that the the new code name for for C B is Voldemort. So from now on on our channel, when we want to talk about him, he's Voldemort. Okay. Um, yeah, I mean that. That is a thing. great idea. From now on, I think Chris Benoit should be named Voldemort. I think you're right. I think that's right. Um, uh, so, so we're on Roku now, Amy. I know I'm number one. Thank you. I'm the number one owner of CCW. Uh, I'm start saying pineapple soon, lady. Uh, Damn, you broke Amy. You broke Amy Good tonight. Lord. Good job. I'm proud of you, Kev. Um, so here's here's my thing, guys. Uh Benoit and Guerrero were in uh oh sorry, Voldemort That's and Guerrero uh were were in ECW for such a short amount of time that I was kind of put off by the fact that they were put on this card. Because they were in ECW for like literally a coffee and a shit. <laughs> like and then they went to WCW because they they came over from Japan and Paul was like, "Oh, these guys will be perfect for my product. WCW's been raiding all of my talent. Let me bring these guys." Um, you know, cuz and they had they had just taken Psychosis and Rey Mysterio and again, those guys were there for a cup of coffee too. You know, uh, they weren't there for the long haul and they weren't who ECW fans wanted to see go out and perform in an ECW, what is essentially a reunion show, in my opinion. Um, I, I can see that, your argument there. Uh, I, I, think, I think the fans would have been more, more there for, you know, seeing Just Incredible and New Jack, you know, go at it one more oh, time. Oh, jeez. You know what I mean? Like, Good Lord. You know, now, now, listen, Vince will probably never let New Jack on a TV. You know, well, now he's dead, but he would have never let New Jack on – on a on a tv and i get that but you know that's where that's where there's a lot of wwe fans who were also ecw fans they think that this pay-per-view was amazing right um and there are a lot of people who were hardcore ecw fans that think that this was the w this was a wwe version of ecw but it was a good imitation right and, and uh, well when you hear because busted open talks about this all the time mm -hmm. uh bully ray and and tommy talk about this all the time so Tommy Dreamer said, literally, we went in, like, literally through this event and said, hey, there's no storyline, nothing. We're just, we're, we're just throwing balls to the wall because this is it. This is, this, yep. they literally expected it to be a one-night stand. That's yep. it. Yeah, I mean, that's what, um, RBD literally said that in his, in the promo that he cut because he, I mean, and the, the sad part is if his knee wasn't messed up, he would have been a part of the, uh, yeah, the pay-per-view as well. Because oh, they I mean, would have had RVD and Jerry Lynn. <laughs> <laughs> Watch moves. Jerry Lynn break his neck again, you know. Either that or uh, could you imagine if they got like, uh, what was his name? Uh, 
Simon Dean. <laughs> Simon Diamond. Simon Diamond, who became Simon Dean. Yep. Yikes. Yep. I mean, there were just so many guys that were on ECW for a lot longer than these guys who were already – what they were was they were WWE superstars, and they put them back in the ECW arena. And and listen, it makes sense from a business standpoint. I get it. I'm not criticizing that aspect of it. I'm just saying that I don't think that the the true ECW diehards um, were, were blown away by this. Until you get to the main event. Yeah. Right? yeah. Once you get to that main event, you, you got Sandman coming out through the crowd. Yeah. You got Tommy bagging. Sandman smashing his head with a beer can. And at the end of the match, get me a beer. Get me a beer. Yeah. Acting yeah. like he needs, <laughs> he, he needs help. But get me a beer. Get me a beer. <laughs> Great. Loved it. Vintage Sandman. Absolutely. Absolutely. It just it just sucks that he had Dreamer on his team because as soon as they mentioned Tommy Dreamer as like being part of his team, he knew he was gonna lose. Yeah. Because like that was the thing that Dreamer was notorious for, like never ever winning and getting shit yeah. down. Yeah, for sure. Amy, this is your pick. This is your pay-per-view. Uh, so uh my match of the night because it's just an absolute car wreck. Like, the, the main event is definitely an overbooked car wreck, too. But that's what it's supposed to be. It was supposed to get everybody who didn't have a match in the match and then have an actual finishing match. But my one of my favorite things, and that's – looking back on it, it shouldn't have been, but I loved Mike Awesome versus Tanaka, like that entire thing. Yeah. That – those – Chair shots. So oh my god! Yeah, uh, yeah. Oh. But one of them. One of them should have taught Lance Storm how to swing a chair. Oh my <laughs> god! Like, like my notes for this match is just like the the, the commentary <laughs> gives a very dark joke that as time went on, like he said uh, after the Mike Awesome suicide dive, he goes, he should have like killed himself for real, and it's just like oh, two years later, sad Ooh. he actually does. Sad uh, panda. Sad yeah, panda. but then it's just ouch, ouch. Out, out. That's all I have written here. It's just nice. chair, like unprotected headshots, table spots. Perfect notes. Perfect. Notes. Yeah, absolutely perfect. Um, and then spiking himself on the outside. So, like, yeah, that match for me, like, it just it never stopped from beginning to end. Agreed. So it was just, and I felt like also um, with the history of Mike Awesome and the, the the controversy towards the end of ECW when he went to WCW, it was also like a cathartic moment where it was like his redemption yeah, and making himself up to the fans. And I thought that was a really cool thing. And it was a nice little bow tie on until unfortunately he died two years later. So right. that was the one. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> <I love laughs> Tanaka was a beast, though. Tanaka, Tanaka came into all those ECW spots and ate so much shit. He ate so many shit sandwiches in ECW matches, you know? Um, and they just potatoed the shit out of this man. And, and oh. Um, uh, the fact know, that he just, at least got one world title reign, I was happy. Yes, yes. Um, I think that, that probably my least exciting match on this card was uh, – was actually Sabu and Rhino. You know, it just it didn't do anything for me. You know, those well, two, the, those two never. The weird really... thing was that was like the only match that they like actually made a storyline for uh-huh. because that was it started with the RVD promo, and then Rhino came out and attacked RVD, and then Sabu came out and made the save, and then yeah. the match started from there. Yeah, I um, yeah. 
I wasn't a Roman fan. Roman Reigns twenty years earlier sucked. <laughs> Fair. Just saying, like. Fair. I really like. I think the thing that probably hurt the match too was like as crazy as Sabu was. Uh, by the time that they had this match, like, I think maybe Sabu was like what forty five, forty eight. Not that that stopped them from doing anything ridiculous. Oh, I know, but I'm just saying, like, it's like watching that match, I can imagine it being just like when Taker took on Bray Wyatt at Mania. We're like, yay, Undertaker's back. But then you see it, and you're like, oh, it's Undertaker, but, like, at, like, half the speed. He was you know what's kind of crazy, though? Like, the the sad part is that this match is actually better than the, the match that Sabu had the next year at One Night Stand because him and Ray almost literally killed each other. Yeah. I mean, you should have <laughs> seen him two years ago at CCW. <laughs> There's a reason he's retired now. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. And uh, he, he was 41 at the time, by the way. Yeah, that's what I was going to say. If Wikipedia is correct, and it's always correct. Wikipedia is never wrong. <laughs> You'd be about 40 or 41. Yeah. Yeah. Well, I'll I'll tell you what I uh, there was some people that they that they could have brought in just for the pop. To I mean they listen they brought in a lot of people for the pop right they paid a lot of guys to show up and show their face on the on screen, um, but but I would have loved to have seen a Steve Austin ECW promo one more time. Well, I mean that was pretty much the end of the show. Yeah, but could you imagine if they gave him like the hair prosthetic? That'd be <laughs> hilarious. <laughs> Send him out there with the wig, up, guys. And he does his like Dusty Rhodes impression, Ric Flair impression. Monday Nyquil. Monday yeah. Nyquil. Yup. <laughs> yup. You know, I um I I would have loved to have seen that. And and who knows, you know, um who knows what was going on backstage, what the thoughts, you know, what the thought processes were and you know, all that stuff. But at the end of the day, I uh, I think this was a really a fun pay per view. I think this was a a fun one to watch. I think it's a if for anyone that that's never that didn't have the opportunity well, to grow up watching ECW, um, this is a great this is a great taste tester for you, right? This is a great sample plate for you, and uh, you could go back and and yeah, decide. You know, you could decide, hey, this this kind of thing was kind of my bag. I, I'm gonna go. I'm gonna go back and watch more of it. This is the one to watch for that. If you're a casual wrestling, I fan. mean, like like Amy, this was my this was actually my introduction to ECW as well. Babies. Well, so how many Joey Styles? Oh my gods, were there? A lot. A lot. Yeah. And I he mean, started the show with one. We haven't <laughs> we haven't even talked about the two highlights of this pay-per-view in general yet because literally and if people watch the uh the about us things that we did they'll know that my favorite promo of all time is part of this uh yeah pay-per-view the Heyman promo yeah where he just runs down everyone yeah just because he can yep <laughs> yep wearing the ec and dub hat and everything he's just out there yeah he's out and he there actually says it on mouth. the pay-per-view oh yeah <laughs> Oh yeah, he's uh. <laughs> then he, get, he gives form. him the uh the fix the cup and the the double birds and heads back to the uh the backstage. If you uh if you are a fan of Paul Heyman with the Tribal Chief or Paul Heyman with Brock Lesnar, um and and the work he does with those guys, 
go watch this show. <laughs> you, if you're a Paul Heyman fan in general, there's so many like old school promos from him. Like when he was talking about how he thought the WCW was going to fail. There's the one where he talked about where he got his first gig with, um, was it USWA or what was the one that uh, Jeff Garrett's dad owned? Was that Memphis? Or Memphis, I think. No. Where he says lesbian no, on TV you... on the air and Jerry Jarrett has like a complete meltdown. And his impression of Jerry Jarrett is like spot on. Yep. Yep. This is why Did you Paul say Heyman... lesbian on my TV? <laughs> this is why Paul Heyman is one of one of my favorite people in this industry. Yes. Yep. Yep. Well, um, any other any other closing closing thoughts from uh this is when I learned that JBL is a real asshole, too. Yes. <laughs> we didn't really talk about Ray versus Psychosis. Not a lot to talk about. See, the, what, what Ted was saying about, um, what was it, uh, which match did you say didn't impress you? But this one wasn't the one that impressed me because also the fans were hating on Ray Mysterio a lot yes. during this match. And like, they were booing him, like, which is crazy for Ray at that time. Because this was probably his peak as mm-hmm. far as his popularity. So... Mm-hmm. Can't I remember watching that. Six one nine to everybody. Damn it, Dominic! It's like five years old. Giving it <laughs> insane. Well, he's just it learning that Eddie's his dad. You're right. It you're right. out that he who we won't speak of. Voldemort. CB, Voldemort. Um, Voldemort. Voldemort. Uh, Heyman actually wanted to push him as his world champion. Like he had like he had like a year's worth of booking planned out for him and Eddie. And that's when they signed with WCW. Yeah. Yeah. Well, we, uh, I guess we'll never know now, right? We'll never know what, what, what could have been. Yeah. Uh, cl- closing thoughts on the pay-per-view. Go oh. watch it. What do we go watch it? Yeah, this, this is definitely one that you can just watch without even worrying about because there's literally no storyline going into it. I've watched mm-hmm. this pay-per-view probably at least 30 times. Yep. It's a great one just to throw on if you're a casual yeah. wrestling fan and, and just and get some get some a little bit of everything from the if show. You, if you sure. want to dip your toe into ECW, this is where to start. Cause don't start with the, the old stuff because that's just insane. Yeah, a lot of it is dip yeah. your toe in first and then go for the ins- insanity. Especially when it was like Eastern Championship Wrestling. Yes. <laughs> yes. Jimmy Snooka versus uh the Tasmanian. <laughs> or like Sandman, but he was wearing like surfer gear. Yep. Mm. yep. Taz was like wearing like legit like yeah, che- he, cheetah print. Tasmanian devil. He was a, <laughs> yeah. He was the Tasmanian. That's that's what he was. Yeah, that's he what Tasmanian. he was. And now this um, one's the legit Taz with one Z, not two Zs. One Z. One Z. Yeah. That's right. Oh my yeah. god. <laughs> Perfect. <laughs> Oh, my God. Oh, man. All right. Well, friends, uh, if you are watching on YouTube, let us know what you think of One Night Stand 2005 in the comments below. If you are listening on Sportswire, if you are listening on a podcast platform, if you're watching us on Roku, hit us up on social media, okay? Um, You can hit us up at at Rewind Podcast. It's at the bottom of the screen right now. 
uh, make sure you hit that, that subscribe button on YouTube so you get notifications whenever we put out new content. Uh, make sure that you like and that you comment on everything that you possibly can. Uh, please follow us across all the social media platforms, Twitter, Instagram, and Facebook. You can find us at the same handle on all three. Remember to hit up whatamaneuver.net for all of your Rewind merch. You can get any one of our three, uh, our three current t-shirt designs on the website. Make sure you go grab yours. Um, and you know, make sure you check out all the links that are in that link tree, including the one to go support Bryce, our little three-year-old warrior who's, uh, in remission from leukemia, but they, they still need the help. So make sure you go help him out. And, uh, yeah, guys, check out all the previous content. We just had an awesome interview with Nikita Koloff, NWA Hall of Famer. Uh, it was a really fantastic second conversation with him. We had a lot of fun talking to him. Um, and, uh, yeah, do, do you guys stay, stay easy and, Guys, thank you so much for listening and for watching. We really appreciate you as fans and, uh, and, and as loyal watchers and listeners, viewers and listeners. So please continue to do so. Tell a friend. Help us get to that 1,000 subscriber mark. In the meantime, my friends, on behalf of the whole panel here tonight, we will catch you next time here on Rewind Wrestling Radio.